0: Welcome to episode 72 of the Hockey Free For All podcast. I am your host, Stephen Stiles. And unfortunately, one of the conversations or topics that I was hoping to have a real minimum amount of this season, if not none at all, was injuries. And guess what we get to start off with? But just so I can say I didn't have to start off with injuries specifically, although this player is going to have a key part in this discussion, Alex Newhook has looked looked absolutely great and has fit right in to the Montreal lineup. So, so much for all the risk and concern and lack of confidence and everybody said, oh my God, Montreal paid way too much. They overpaid Colorado. How could they do that? Well, it's really good that they got him because now, of course, as we go into injuries, he's going to play a major part of it unless he gets injured as well. So Alex Newhook has looked really really good that trade is turning out really really well as is looking at the trade with vancouver that sent goalie casey DeSmith to the vancouver canucks for tanner pearson in a third round pick kind of a little bit of a similarity there with the sean monahan trade previous to that in calgary before last season started montreal picked up a big contract and took it off a team's hands by doing so also got a third round pick but the player that they got in return tanner pearson has had a solid beginning to the 2023-2024 season, which is really awesome. So hopefully that can turn out well, as Monaghan also hopefully has an injury-free year this year, and maybe Montreal can turn them both into draft picks down the road, which would be really, really outstanding. Also on a positive note, before we get into the injuries, the Montreal Canadiens beat the Chicago Blackhawks at the first meeting ever, if you will, at the Bell Center that involved player Connor Bedard. Montreal won that opening contest, which had to make a lot of people happy on Fortunately, the bad news which leads us into the injury scenario is kirby Doc took a hit from jared tenority that looks like it's a season ending hit completely across the board as he's blown out his acl and mcl which is really bizarre because if you look at the hit yeah it was a hard hit wasn't an illegal hit or anything like that but it looks if anything should have gotten damaged maybe some ribs maybe a hip pointer a hip flexor or something like that i'm just trying to figure out how the knees got the majority of that hit. I mean, cause his legs were up in the air as he was like sitting basically on Chicago Blackhawks players as Tenorti took him out. And again, Tenorti's hit wasn't anything. It's like, oh my God, it's the most illegal hit in the world. It wasn't. But how the knees ended up being the problem on that hit is just beyond me. I mean, talk about bad luck. He misses 24 games last year, had a wrist injury the season prior to that and now goes out with a season-ending ACL and MCL injury two games into a season that not only was going to be such an important season for him and his personal growth because he really looked and there's been a lot of players that talked about oh yeah this year they're going to take a big step they're going to take a big step like he was ready to make a statement this season not to mention the fact he was really looking like finally Montreal whether it be by draft Trade, however, they did it, got the big center they've been searching for for the better part of half a century. I mean, think about it. The last big centers that Montreal's had, they acquired Bobby Smith. Prior to that, they drafted Doug Wickenheiser in 1980. That's 43 years ago. And prior to that, you had Mahovlich. That's it. I mean, as great as Jacques Lemaire was, 5'10", 175 pounds. I mean, Montreal has needed a big, physical, strong center forever. I mean, this is just nuts. But just to keep it balanced with some positive news, at least Monahan is still vertical and has been playing well. Like I already said, Tanner Pearson has been a pleasant surprise. Rafael Harvey-Pinard is picked right up. But the additional bummer about the Kirby-Doc trade is Slough looked like he found his center. They had some chemistry already between the two of them. Moving away from injuries just for a moment, the two biggest concerns, concerns I had about the team this season and have been clearly on display since it started, goaltending and special teams have just looked horrendous. Whether it's the power play that has just looked non-existent, whether it's the penalty kill that has looked non-existent. Sam Mountainbow had a good game against Chicago. Other than that, Montreal's goaltending basically looks like it's in the toilet this year. And at this point, I mean, you would hate to do this after two to three games, but you've got injuries starting to pile up, which we're going to get to more of them. Do you just throw goaltending in the lap of Caden Primo and see what he can do? Because at this point with the inconsistency in Montebo and Jake Allen's first game, I'm not really sitting there thinking these guys are the answers. And definitely for all the people, it's like, oh yeah, in the off season, let's give Samuel Mountainbow $6 million a year. Let's not. I think this year is extremely important to let completely play out, and if he ends up going somewhere as a free agent, so be it, but I think he'll give Montreal the first shot as far as before he goes to another team, but I would let him prove himself over the bulk of this season. If I was going to get into any contract negotiations with Montembeau, it would not be until April. There's a lot to prove there before you hand out any length of contract and any high dollar amount and is it just me or has it been a really weird beginning to a regular season there's teams like Vegas they're not just winning they are winning convincingly they are dominating their opponents and there's other teams that look like they haven't realized that preseason's over with yet Columbus comes to mind they just look like they are lost now granted they obviously had some laid off season issues with coaching changes and stuff like that but still they have just looked lost as a regular season team it's like they're still putting their team together in preseason i think the patients are starting to wear thin in ottawa i think there might be a time coming very soon although you have recently named president steve steos daniel elverson is back in the picture in ottawa you have maybe player development personnel in wade redden other than that you might see a sweeping change in ottawa from the general manager on down because I think some people are starting to have higher expectations and starting to go, whoa, we're not going down that road again. Now, before I dive back into injuries, which is, again, a growing issue in Montreal, they're probably going to lead the league in that again this year. What a proud thing to have, three years consecutively of. But let's talk about the Calder Trophy. I don't think it's going to be the one-man race that a lot of people thought. I mean, yes, Connor Bedard is going to have a heck of a season. I think he's got some competition from Logan Cooley. And I think Logan Cooley, is going to end up winning the Calder Trophy this year. Call it a gut feeling. Call it, you know, going against the grain, whatever you want. But I think Logan Cooley has got more around him, more talent to be able to play with, and I think is more ready for the NHL than Connor Bedard is. And that's not taking anything away from Connor Bedard. I think Connor Bedard has all the potential in the world to be a very, very special player, or at least the most recently very, very special player. I still think everybody's in the shadows of Connor McDavid. But back to the injury situation specifically in Montreal, apparently the injury bug is not just in Montreal. Laval has announced they've lost prospect right winger Emil Heinemann for a significant period of time to an upper body injury. 2023 first round draft pick fifth overall David Reimbacher has been injured with a lower body injury, so it's made its way over into Europe and to prospects for Montreal. And if that's not enough in the Minnesota game, Caden Gooley, one of the other primary prospects I'll call him because Montreal has a lot of prospects but I think there's a group of prospects that are kind of tiered if you will between you know the top prospects level two level three and so on or a b and c however you want to look at that and I think not only is Kirby Doc in that a group but so is Caden Gooley and everybody was lucky enough to see him walk down by his choice which is probably not a good thing when a player knows they're injured that usually means they know something went really wrong but he got to walk down the hallway off the ice the other night in the Minnesota game and now is in question as to what's going on with him as it's currently a day off for the Montreal Canadiens so there won't be any kind of reporting on that. That being said though one report that has come out of Laval seems to be having a contest with the Montreal Canadiens. Captain Gabriel Bork apparently has suffered an injury that may end his season. So apparently Montreal and Laval are going to have kind of a competition this year with injuries to see who can have more season ending injuries more important injuries because both teams seem to be getting slammed by injuries let's hope that a philosophy that's talked about a lot has been deeply embedded in the mentality of the Montreal Canadiens as they're building this organization right now and that is the next man up the take the opportunity run with it never look back mentality because if it's not wow this is just gonna be a brutal season that nobody wants to see unfold play out look forward to it is just going to be harsh unfortunately i think all of these injuries and player durability or lack thereof may end up providing at least a partial part of the answer if not a significant part of the answer to a question that many people have kind of wondered about which is how will montreal find a roster spot for all of the arriving talent the yet-to-arrive talent, the yet-to-be-drafted talent, that's all coming. Unfortunately, because of these tremendous injuries that they're having, that may end up being the way they filter out who makes it and who doesn't, and that would be really unfortunate. Well, that wraps up episode 72 of the Hockey Free For All podcast. I am your host, Stephen Stiles, and thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back with episode 73 before you know it, and hopefully we'll have something other than injuries of the Montreal Canadiens. or for that matter, any team to talk about, because it is way, way too early to see injuries start dominating the news to this particular degree.